Awesome. Uh, I just love to start off by saying, saying thank you uh, for being here. Um, it's Inaya, right? That's how you pronounce yes, it. I don't want to get wrong. Okay, <laughs> yeah. thank you so much, Inaya, for being here. I really do appreciate it. I, I just want to start off as well by saying I love your aesthetic with the plants. I've seen it so much uh, on your Instagram. I'm a big Sorry. plant dude. I just haven't had the opportunity to invest in taking care of them like that. Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I I had a plant I had a plant It's behind me now And one of my friends Was in my room And he dropped it And there was like Mud over oh, the carpet It was quite a mess oh, uh, no. But I think I, I felt like I worked so hard on, on, on bringing it to where it is But I guess oh, it gosh. is what it is No I've very strategically Turned that plant over this And you can't see the side That is slowly going brown So No I I'm the worst plant parent uh, Yeah No <laughs> We get to see the good stuff on Instagram, so in oh, our heads, you're like yes. the best plant parent we'll ever see. So. Yes, totally. Yeah, no, we'll never <laughs> see the, the brown side. <laughs> yeah, but I think, like I was saying, just thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate it uh, taking time out of your schedule to sit down and chat with me. Uh, no, the podcast isn't what. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> an absolute pleasure. The podcast is not uh, what it is without the people that I get to speak to, and oh, I think gosh. I just love to start off. By asking you how you are. How are you doing? Good. How about you? <laughs> in this crazy I'm, time. I'm, I'm <laughs> it's in this crazy time. I'm doing okay, I think, for the most part. I just wrote my last exam mm-hmm. yesterday. Uh, on, it was on a weekend, which wasn't good. Uh, oh, interesting. To start off with okay. exams on the weekend. Uh, but I think it went well. Um, <laughs> got my fingers crossed and I'm hoping for the best. Um, but I, I think it went well I, I think it went well and how are you finding what's going on in the world right now oh gosh yeah so we're still in isolation my parents have both just been ill um so it's been like I've sort of been in a bit of a bubble to be quite honest with you I've uh yeah kind of been even more isolated than we were before, but yeah, we're doing fine now. Um, but yeah, in terms of what's going on, um, I think it's tricky, <clears throat> you know, in the, the position that we're in, because you kind of just want to help in any way you can. So we've, you know, sort of been like donating and doing what we can from where we are. But um, yeah, yeah, it's been tough for everyone, I think. <laughs> No, it, it, it definitely has been tough for everybody. Um, it's been a very interesting time to live in. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think on a creative, from a creative point of view, has it affected your creativity in any way? Definitely. So I'm not, I don't think I've, I don't think anyone, yeah, I'm a very small fish in the, in the sea of creatives. So, <laughs> um, yeah, but I... Recently, I graduated last week um, uh, with an architecture degree. But um, so as a result of that, having just come out from like, you know, you know, the studying life is three years of working, um, coming out into into sort of like the working life, you know, pandemic has been very interesting and uh, but has also sort of like really opened up my world. Um, just in terms of having time, uh, I think it makes, it makes a big difference. So yeah, I've been kind of 
enjoying myself in a, a very selfish way. Um, just being able to, you know, have more time on my hands. Um, it's really allowed me to sort of like find, um, you know, where I want my art to go because I haven't really delved into it for so long. So yeah, <laughs> don't think it's. I think yeah. <laughs> I think I definitely envy you quite a bit because um, I can. I feel like you have so much time. I can definitely re- relate in wanting more time to creativity uh, because I think so much of my time is going to school right now. And I'm just like, ah, <laughs> it's, it's just a lot. Um, but you, you mentioned that you had taken time away from art. And was that because of school? And how was it then coming back into it? Did you lose touch with it? Did you have to relearn certain things? How did it feel to fight to not being having to do it and then finally having all this time to express yourself again? It felt very, very good. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've been sort of working full time as well in the architecture world. Um, but yeah, sort of anytime I have at home, I've just been trying to get back into things and it's been really, really great. Um, yeah, I feel like I've really come into my own, uh, you know, having gone through. <laughs> the whole university experience um and you know that I think it really gave me sort of the confidence that I needed to be able to put my work out there and start sharing it um you know it's a lot of the work that I have sort of posted um has actually been work that was you know from years ago um when I sort of like really got into my work in high school into like you know the whole hyper realism thing um yeah so so it's been really nice <laughs> then then my question now would be off of that you mentioning um well quite a lot of questions come out of that but i think the first one would be you saying that you did arts in high school but went on to university and college to study architecture i mean i know architecture is very much a creative thing in and of itself but why specifically architecture and not taking art further into tertiary education yeah right so fine art is definitely something that i seriously considered um you know i'd gotten very comfortable in what i was doing um in high school and finding my style finding my you know my subject matter that really interested me but um i think as a result of that i was very set in my ways i knew what i wanted to do um and i knew that going forward, <clears throat> if I if I was to do something, you know, in the art field, it would be more centered around, you know, how to like market myself and build a brand, which is, you know, what I'm interested in doing, like, you know, doing some courses um, in the future. But in terms of actually building technique, there wasn't really anything else that particularly interested me. And I'd rather, you know, spend more time developing what I had started, to be honest. Um and then in terms of picking architecture, I throughout school I was, you know, uh, <laughs> obviously art was my safe place, um, but I was also very um, interested in, you know, like the academic world. And um, uh, yeah, so I think architecture just seemed like a good marriage of, of the two for me. I mean, granted, you know, you can get very academic with art, but that's not really like the space I wanted to be in. So yeah, I thought I thought that architecture would be an interesting choice, and that it was very very tough. But I absolutely loved it, and 
yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to ask next, is that how was the experience of studying architecture? Was it anything that you expected or it exceeded your expectations or there was a point in time you were like, you know what, maybe I should have picked something else? Oh, gosh, multiple times. Most of us did. It was just very rough, um, but very rewarding. Um, a lot of learning. Uh, and a lot of being thrown in the deep end, but I guess that's how you learn. Um, but yeah, it taught me a lot. And I definitely think that a lot of the, you know, the sort of conceptual side of things, um, a lot of, you know, the, the informants that you start working with in developing your work, particularly in architecture, really started filtering into my artsy side and, uh, sort of really developed my perspective on the world um so yeah I think it it really helped me build a good sensitivity to context (laughs) around me and um yeah no I really like I really enjoyed it um yeah I think it's quite oh sorry (laughs) no no you can continue (laughs) um no I I was just gonna say I think there's there was quite an interesting um you know change of mindset uh, between creating the things that fill spaces and creating the spaces themselves. Um, <laughs> I and love I think that. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the relationship between the two was quite interesting to navigate. Uh, yeah, the change in, in But your now brain. <laughs> you are directly involved in both, right? The places. It, to some extent, um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's pretty cool, actually. That's so profound. Uh, but I, I do think, and I can definitely relate, <laughs> um, for me, being in school now and just feeling like, you know what, I, I wish I was somewhere else. I wish I could be doing something else. Um, but when I really look at it like uh, in perspective, I'm like, everything does happen for a reason. And there are moments throughout this three-year journey that you can never have learned or experienced if you weren't here. You know, there's certain things that you were saying already, you can see and are applying to your art, even though it wasn't directly about art, but there's so much uh, that you can pick out from the experiences and apply into your artistic journey, which I think is super, super cool. Um, but for someone who was doing art uh, since high school, I'm not sure how old you are now, but we can kind of guesstimate high school plus another three years of uni, and then now you're here. Why choose only now to start sharing your art? Because I noticed on your Instagram, your first post is only from like 8 Feb this year. Why choose to share your art now? I honestly just never had the confidence. <laughs> so a lot, of, um, a lot of what, you know, going to university and, and studying architecture in particular is, you know, it's sort of a degree of constantly pitching yourself and your ideas, right? Um, I mean, you know, a lot of, a lot of different fields are, you know, theory based or, um, you know, learning pre-existing, uh, ideas, which architecture is, but you're also generating a lot and you're being judged on what you generate a lot <laughs> all the time. Um, so it taught me to really start having a lot of intention and conviction in what I'm doing um and you know to <laughs> at some point you're going to need a certain amount of confidence in yourself and what you're creating so for anyone else to have to believe in it um <laughs> so 
So I think that's sort of what I was lacking coming out of high school. I I knew what I was doing, but you know, I think putting your work out there in my head, my understanding of it in high school was, you know, putting your work out there meant that you thought that it has value, right? And you thought that someone else would find value in it. And I did not have that confidence back then. So it took me, you know, a couple of years to to think, you know, maybe someone looking at this on Instagram for like two minutes you know, might enjoy it a little bit. I don't know. Well, I did. And and that (laughs) led me to reach out to you. Like, come on, your work's good, bruh. (laughs) Your work's, no, your work is actually insane. Um, but it, it, it's, it's very understandable at the same time. Um, and I, I felt that for a long time as well. It's like, there was this thing that I was so passionate about, which is making videos, but it's like, there's, especially in our modern world with, uh, social media like you constantly are bombarded with really high quality content and it's and it's coming at you fast like 10 different people are posting <laughs> content every hour and you're like how can i keep up how can i match their level but i think when you kind of look at it like you're saying and i really admire what you're saying um it's almost like this mentality of you have to start somewhere you know <laughs> you have to build it up from somewhere and you have to have that confidence uh in being satisfied with the completion of your work and not necessarily kind of waiting on people to like your work, you know? Um, so for me, I had to realize that I'm not, I need not make this for people's positive reaction uh, because I'm not going to always get it. I need to make it and be satisfied that I completed it. And that's enough for me, you know, that's enough for me. And I, I think you also mentioned something very interesting about how, uh, you get criticized about your work, uh, I guess, in the architecture world, right? Like it has to be the best. It has to be perfect. It has to be really good. And if it's not, you get criticized for it. But I think <laughs> the internet is kind of like that in the same way that if you post something and you release something on the internet, on social media, and people don't like it, people have the freedom to say whatever they want with no consequences. <laughs> Do you not fear that? Are you not afraid or have you experienced anything like that? Uh, but if not, aren't you afraid of growing as a artist? Because I have no doubt in my mind that you will. And then start to experience people who just don't like your work and say whatever they want to say on it. Um, well, that's very nice of you to say that you have faith in me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, look, I'm still... <laughs> You know, very tiny person in the realm. Can you can you stop saying that? Can you can you not (laughs) say you're a tiny fish anymore? (laughs) It's the truth. That's that's not true. (laughs) I no, okay. I feel very privileged if anyone in any capacity takes the time out of their day to interact with what I'm doing. I'll take anything. Um, because as long as someone's engaging with my work, it's making. Did you just say you'll take anything? It took me. It took me a minute to process that. So you're saying whether it's good or bad, you're taking it because they're taking time to interact. Well, with you. I just mean that's insane. Of, I just mean in terms of of someone engaging with my work to the point of you know having a thought about it or, or okay, opinion okay. about it in that sense. Okay, <laughs> not, I get you. Yeah, not in terms of a you know verbal abuse over social media, no. But um, yeah, no, just in in that sense. Um, you know, I got like, I remember getting one comment of, that was like, um, it's, it's good, but it's creepy. 
And I was like, I'll take it. I'll take it. The first half was great. I'll take it. It's great. I just, I just filtered the rest, but the good, the first yes, part's absolutely. fine. Yes, absolutely. Cling on to that first half. So that's sort of my attitude, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I think especially with what I I do, you put so much time into your work. Yeah. You, you know, you get very intimate with one piece of paper for a very long time. That there's very little <laughs> that, that comes um, back, right? <laughs> yeah, but but you know, there's very little that someone can um, can tell you <laughs> that's gonna sort of change your how you think about your work because you do you know what I mean? You've it's so much of well, you know, this is something that I've struggled with between art and architecture, sort of like separating yourself from your work, you know. Like often our lecturers at university would say, you know, when we're criticizing, uh, you know, your, your work, it's, it's your work. It's not you. Um, whereas, you know, and that was <laughs> tough, tough for me at, at, uh, university to, to grasp. But I think it's very important in art because it's such a subjective thing. You know, it's going to relate to some people. Some people aren't going to get it. Um, but yeah, as long as you, you, you know, have a very strong um, intent behind it. You know what you, it means to you. You know what you would hope it means to others. And if it, you know, resonates with one person out there, great. If other people <laughs> don't get it, fine. It's fine. <laughs> you know, it's cool by me. more out there for them. I'm yeah. not for them. And that's fine. Mm. So yeah, I, I guess that's where I am. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate your vulnerability as well. And, but I, and I do understand, I think it's very important to have that distinction. I was in a conversation recently with someone else as well, a photographer, and he's like, you know what? I am not my work and I I I don't have any feelings attached to my work. Which which is insane, you know, because for me, <laughs> I'm very much attached to my work. It's my work. I spend so much time on it. I think but that's what makes us different and unique as creatives. It's that you come here and you're like, I'm struggling to grasp the concept of separating my work <laughs> from from, you know, everything else it's, it's it's almost impossible like you say it's a part of you you spend so much time so much is invested in this thing and you produce it and then you're just like i should just att- att- um the you know what what's the word uh separate myself from it uh in terms of my feelings it's not something that's easy to do but i think it's something that's necessary to do uh as you mature as a creative can get really hectic <laughs> and like you said not everyone's for your work and those who are for your work Amen. And those who aren't, well, I hope they find something they enjoy out there, you know. <laughs> I think something um, <clears throat> that I also had to learn over the last year, particularly, you know, delving into the realm of commissions, um, you know, I I find my, you know, happiness in in creating, in, you know, in, in the process rather than, you know, I've, I've had to sort of learn that the process is for me and the result is for someone out there, whether that's, you know, like, whether that's the person that commissioned the work or, you know, I put out on Instagram and someone sees it and they resonate with it or, like, they find some form of symbolism in it or, you know, if they can see some element of their life in it. So I think that looking at it that way <laughs> has helped me a lot, you know, making that distinction between where I am and where my art is. Um, so... Yeah, I don't know if that makes sense. I dig that. I, I dig that so much. And it does make sense. It's like the process of making the art. That's for me. That's as personal as it's going to get because it's just me and my art and my work. 
and no one's really around to even fathom or understand what the process is like and how it makes me feel. But once I release it to the world, I can't be involved in terms of, or I can't really control how people react to it. And that's fine. You know, that part is for the people that feed into my content, which I love so much. And I think I'm actually uh, going to put that on a shirt somewhere <laughs> because I love it so much. I've never actually thought about it that way. Uh, I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, but you briefly just touched on um, commissions. And I was actually going to ask you about that. Um, and then I realized just now, but I, what I was going to ask is that um, how many commissions do you get? Does it get overwhelming? And how do you balance or did you balance um, commissions and a full-time job? Because now I realize on Instagram, you said. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I always stay far away from them because I, you know, one of the reasons why I got into sort of the hyper-realistic thing um, is because Mm -hmm. of, like, a real love of photography um, that I've had from when I was very little. Um, Okay. And so, (laughs) so I like creating from the very first step, which is, you know, setting up whatever needs to be set up, like finding the person, um, you know, like manipulating the lighting. Like I, that's like, you know, okay. I love the drawing part too, (laughs) but actually, you know, that initial, you know, you have your idea you get like, you know, your model, whatever. Um, and you know, you know, all of those little things and, you know, editing images, I absolutely adore that. So it was quite tough for me to, to, think of commissions because you know you have no control someone sends you an image um i mean obviously you have con- you you have your control in in terms of um you know how you're going to represent what you see but you don't have control over what was captured right so that's <laughs> that was tough for me um why i initially started uh commissions was i rescued a dog <laughs> during lockdown and I really wanted to do work with uh, the rescue that we got him from. And I thought it would be quite interesting to to uh, team up with them um, and, yeah, do some uh, pet portraits, which was quite a quite a nice way for me to ease myself back into art um, and also for me to start, like, you know, sharing work um, and, you know, making connections. Um so that's sort of why that came about. Um, and then I got, you know, a couple off the back of that and then closed them. <laughs> as you can, you pointed out on my Instagram because, um, as much as I enjoyed it, I think, I think, you know, there's a time, you know, you go through funny stages as an artist. Um, in that, at that point, I was still sort of like lacking maybe inspiration. <laughs> didn't really know which uh where I wanted to go in terms of you know what, what I was drawing um but as I started to draw through commissions I was just getting so many ideas and I kept I my mom kept laughing at me because like I would be you know halfway through um 
halfway through a drawing and then like she'd see me busy like you know like sketching something or like doing a collage or something else because I was like mom I'm like artistically frustrated like you don't understand I have all these ideas and I need oh, to get them out that is funny <laughs> so that I was like funny. okay I'm sorry I can't, I can't do the commission thing again I would you know I'd love to um you know to take on a couple in the future particularly I, I really enjoyed you know when they really like meant something to someone or um yeah, it was like you know, very. It was quite special. It is. It's. It's a special. Can, can I? Can I commission you? Can I commission you? <laughs> just, just, just behind the scenes. No one needs to know. <laughs> no, it is. I, it was a very special thing because it feels. You know, you feel quite a quite privileged for someone to to want you to capture. You know, often something or some animal that that's you know very special to them. Um, and also, you know, for someone to, you know, hang that in their home. That's a big thing. Like something that you create is like in someone's space and, you know, provides some sense of nostalgia for someone. That was like quite a cool feeling. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm back to just getting all my ideas out. <laughs> yeah. I, I, but I, I love that the concept of starting from scratch, you know, being the one that takes the photo from the beginning, setting it all up, you know, directing uh, your subjects, manipulating the lights. Do you actually take photos personally? Do you have a camera? I do, yes. I was like an avid, I, like I really thought that that was what I was going to do. Um, my mom what the heck, Naya, <laughs> what haven't you done? Like, hold up, relax. Let's, let's back it up. <laughs> my, mom, my mom was very into photography. Um, when she was younger, when I was growing up, and it was always a very big, we did quite a lot of traveling when I was little. Um, and I was just always, you know, I, I always had a camera in my hand from very little. Um, and was I particularly good at it? Probably not. <laughs> but I, you know, I'd collect my cameras. I'd go, like, find them in all sorts of places. Um, and, yeah, but I think that, you know, that definitely... I mean, you know, I'm not that, you know, person who's like, yeah, I was drawing, you know, the most real looking dog at the age of three. No, <laughs> but I was, always, I was always, you know, surrounded by, by some form of a creative outlet, and my parents really, really encouraged that. And I think that photography thing really helped me develop an eye in some sense, and you know, just a love of like detail and capturing things which is i guess what i'm trying to achieve with my drawing so yeah <laughs> yeah and i was actually going to ask that uh, was going to be one of my questions is what was childhood like uh, either creatively or not creatively because uh, what you tend to realize not always not always the case that a lot of people who grow up and really feed into this creative creativity thing uh, when they're older is because there was a lot of influence when they were younger so i appreciate you sharing that is that um your mom was into photography and your parents actually encouraged you uh, to do that sort of thing and I think a round of applause to, to mom and dad for that Absolutely. I think that's, that's really cool yeah I think that's gosh, really that's cool the mm. greatest gift you can get is you know just exposure to be honest to you know as much um as much as you know they can show you so that you can sort of you know find your way <laughs> I think that was a big privilege um to be able to have um but you know it wasn't like it wasn't like I was winning <laughs> awards <laughs> when I was playing. I think I think they could just see that I, you know, in my in my free time, like I was not playing with my little dolls, or whatever, as much as I enjoyed them with my friends. Like I was, 
you know, finding, I had like drawing books and activity books and I was building things and creating things. And I don't know if you ever played with planks, but like planks was my favorite thing. So you've been into it since it's in your blood, since you were just a little kid. I think I was, I was just always trying to find things to make, basically. And I, I did everything. I, I, you know, it was, I played multiple instruments. I played probably, well, I not played. I tried every sport. You know, I was just very interested in doing things. And I, after all of that, settled down into, into the creative realm of things. But yeah. Um, I think, I think, sorry, sorry, go ahead. No, you can speak. I'm just babbling. <laughs> no, no. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. I, I, that's, that's what this uh, podcast is about. It's about people chatting. It's about creatives letting it all out. And I love that you have a lot to say. Um, but I think speaking on the topic of building things and creating things and wanting to build things and create things, what are you trying to build with the brand in Naya Art? Uh, is it a brand? Do you consider it a brand? Do you consider it something separate from yourself? Uh, but whatever the case, what's your dream for your art and the brand? I don't know if that makes sense. Yes, no, absolutely. Um, I, yeah. I think that, hmm, I think that everyone, I don't, I don't know if people, you know, start endeavors, <laughs> if you will, um, you know, necessarily, I mean, not everyone having a set goal, um, you know, but so I don't know if you've seen recently, I started another account. Yes, I was <laughs> going to ask about that. Ah, uh, why, why are you doing this? I'm you so keep sorry, saying things that I'm going to ask. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, oh man, come on. But, you know. So, I'm just going to leave. I'm just going to leave. And I'm slamming that And then. <laughs> Okay, you can continue. <laughs> um, it's quite funny. I don't know why I have so much to say because usually I'm a very quiet person. <laughs> Just give uh, me I don't think so. I, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so no, just in terms of you know building brands, I think I started my uh, drawing page just to to put myself out there a little bit, test the waters, you know, see what what like clicked with people, what didn't. Um, and then, so recently, um, I've, because of, you know, working full time, I haven't had as much time to sit down with like a huge piece of paper and, you know, you know, the whole long process, because it's a long process and it's, you know, it takes a lot of time. So, but again, I've been artistically frustrated and I wanted to like, you know, do something. Um, and collaging <laughs> has been a way that I've really, <clears throat> built my ideas for a very long time um even you know just in, in terms of process before I would start like a big charcoal drawing I would do little collages to figure out where my head was at and what I wanted to portray you're very methodical <laughs> dang I'm impressed <laughs> oh gosh wow no, I'm all over this <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so so recently you know being in isolation I needed something to do and I was like okay I'm gonna you know, really hone in on on you know cutting out little pieces of paper and putting them together and that's what I did <laughs> and I love it so much <laughs> thanks I actually love it so much I've gone through the page and wow thank you um but gives that, me chills it gives me chills oh gosh <laughs> 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 um 
And, you know, it's, it's such a, it's such a basic way of working, but I think that, you know, just it can, it can mean so much in terms of, you know, you're making completely unrelated things relate in some way. And there's a lot of meaning and symbolism within that. But back to your question, that is, a, you know, a page that I'm treating more like a brand, you know, and it's something that I, you know, want to really develop into, you know, having a consistent visual language, <laughs> something that, um, yeah, whereas my other one um, is more like, this is my process, this is my tools, this is how, you know what I mean? So, so yeah, I think I would love for my drawing page to develop into something, you know, more maybe educational, I guess. I mean, granted, I have no uh, qualification. (laughs) (laughs) Experience is the best teacher. So all this experience you're getting now, I think you're more than qualified to give us a tip or two. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I would love um, for, you know, to be able to, yeah, (laughs) that sort of. But yeah, in terms of, you know, long term, I'm not sure if that was included in your question. Um, but I think I would just, you know, really love to continue to, um, create things that people find value in and, you know, that could hopefully, you know, find a place in their, in their home. (laughs) I don't know about you, but for some reason, I, you know, the art in our house and the art, you know, and of our family and whatever, for some reason, (laughs) it's just very nostalgic to me and I, you know, can associate a lot with it. I don't know. I just think it's like, it's quite a special thing to take up space in someone's house or wherever. Anyways, um, so yeah, that's... No, no, it, it's, <laughs> it's really true. And I, I don't think I've ever walked into a house with some without any kind of art hanging or displayed somewhere, either like it's a sculpture or a painting or a photograph. There's always something there. So I think um, being a creative there's always an opportunity to make an impact in, in someone's life, you know, long-term. Um, and I think that's really, really cool. Uh, I think that's really amazing. I'm just going to go out here and say that your videos, your Instagram reels, we just need more of that, please. I know you've got a full-time job now and whatnot, um, uh, but it, it's like it's like you learned it. It's like you learned how to take videos and edit. No, like, like, like straight up. I'll have to show people and they can see for themselves. It's just not hype. Like it's really visually satisfying. Where did you learn to take videos? Where did you learn to edit videos? And like, what's all Oh gosh, I think it just goes back to the photography thing, to be honest. Um, I, I think it's very interesting to, uh, to capture a process and do it in a way that is you know, somewhat, I don't know, this sounds very dramatic, but it's somewhat art in itself um, in terms of, you know, composition and how you like, I mean, it's quite like a thing to, to film a whole, I mean, you know, it seems like a quick little video, but, um, you know, a lot goes into it um, that I, I completely took for granted. I mean, other people make the most beautiful, um, you know, reels work on Instagram. And like, I think, you know, it's... <laughs> In this short form content that you see online often now, you completely miss, you know, how much work goes into it. It takes a long time. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot. <laughs> um, it's a lot. Yeah, but I, um, yeah, I, it was just trial and error. <laughs> I think. No, but, but I think it, the trial was a success, I think, from my standpoint. 
uh, if it's worth anything whatsoever. Uh, I, I really do love your Instagram. It's just the process of you taking us through how you make art. And like you're saying, it's so much. I definitely can see the amount of work you put in because it's all the different angles. Like you have to set up your camera and make sure that you're in frame and then walk back and then record and then come back and check if it's correct. And then if it's not, you reposition it. And I'm like, I just don't have the energy to do that kind of thing. I would never be able. <laughs> I would never be able. So I really do applaud people who really do take time to make such content for us. Because like you're saying, uh, it's 30 seconds on Instagram, but three days of work, you know, <laughs> and we really appreciate how much work goes in to entertaining us and keeping us on our toes and visually satisfied. So thank you so much for that. And we hope to see more of that on your Instagram for sure. Um, I'm, I'm not sure how much time we have. I'm sorry, I keep babbling. But do, can we keep going? <laughs> oh, no, for sure okay, we can. Cool. Uh, there's plenty of time. Like I said, five hours. <laughs> I don't know if your phone's got uh, <laughs> enough memory for I'm five very chat, surprised but, uh, I haven't seen a notification. Um, we've only been talking for 10 minutes, so <laughs> we've got about five hours and 10 more minutes to go. But just a point on <laughs> the whole Instagram thing. I think... Um, Something that I was very, very cautious about, particularly delving into the world of social media, is, you know, I didn't want to have to overthink things. <laughs> I I didn't want it to, you know, we as artists, I'm sure you can relate. We, um, you know, we, <laughs> creating is sort of like vital, right? Like, you don't have a choice. You have to create. It's like, you know, you're sad when you don't. <laughs> And, you know, when you don't, it's all you think about. Mm. Um, and <laughs> so I true. didn't want to use... <laughs> Sorry? I said, that's so true. I was in an exam <laughs> the other day and I was like, why am I doing this? I should be making art. <laughs> yeah. No, I could be filming. I should be filming. <laughs> I should be filming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But I didn't want to lose that joy. And, you know, I don't want to have to think, oh, <laughs> like the sun's going down. Oh, no, I can't film. I can't draw. You know what I mean? Like... So I didn't want to lose that and I had to be very aware <laughs> um, of, you know, what I was wanting to capture. And, you know, when I just wanted to sit and draw and not have to think about anything and have that be fine, you know, um, because, yeah, I think it's just this, this thing that probably everyone struggles with, which is like, you know, I should be super consistent and I need to post like more this, regularly. You like know, this that, unsaid pressure. Yes, yes, completely. But at the end of the day, you know, I don't want to lose that joy because if I do and I start becoming, you know, robotic, <laughs> I guess, in like the way that I move, um, whatever I create isn't going to be as good as it would have been, you know, had I had I just done it just purely for the sake of needing to and wanting to, you know. I love that. And uh, that's such a hot topic here on the podcast, something we've talked about a lot. Uh, it's the concept of starting out something and being so pure and genuine. I think we see it uh, even in, you know, bigger people, bigger creatives, bigger creative people, you know, when they start off small and it's super genuine and it's for the love and passion of it. And then it turns more into a business and a brand and they kind of lose that genuine side of making art. And even behind the scenes, they're not so happy, you know, and they come out and they're talking about, I'm not enjoying this anymore. It's too much, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, how did you go from something you love, something you're passionate about, something that was an escape to 
<laughs> you know, to being trapped, uh, but it's yeah. struggling. Yeah, struggling to wake up and do it on a daily basis. And it was once something you couldn't stop thinking about. Now it's something you just want to break from. So I think you coming into it with this mentality, that's very good. Uh, and I think now the, I guess the task is maintaining that mentality uh, because, like I said earlier, inevitably you will grow. Uh, you will learn things and people will start to reach out and see things and it's going to be like you know what where do i draw the line and how do i ensure i protect myself mentally emotionally to ensure that this remains an escape for me it doesn't become too much of a chore or something that i begin to hate so i love your mentality walking into this social media instagram thing oh gosh <laughs> uh, it's a scary world isn't it <laughs> Mm, it, it definitely is and I think I mentioned it already as well for me I don't know if you struggle with it um, or other people do struggle with it but it's the concept of just seeing so much content like I consume yes. so much content generally as an individual and for me it's like I see it and I'm like bro you're slacking like what are you doing come on pick yourself up and push but when you when I work with that mentality when I do work on that basis I never leave fulfilled and satisfied but when I pace myself and I really tap into what I'm feeling and what I want to express. And I finish that. I'm like, okay, now that's a much better feeling. And I'd rather feel that way with one video or one photograph or one project uh, than feel miserable after 10 projects. You know, like, Absolutely. it's not, yes. it's not yeah. a vibe. And it, it translates <laughs> to your work as well. Like people mm. will be able to tell if you're enjoying what you're doing or not. Mm. Um, it, and I think it's something can, that they you can, can hide. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't hide burnout. <laughs> and how do you deal deal with burnout? That's actually a question I've asked before. Um, I, I know I've struggled with it. What I did was just take time out. I took a whole solid month off creativity and I came back like it's this new thing. And I was like, oh, wow, like a kid in a candy store. I think for me that helped. Um, uh, because it can get a little bit overwhelming. Um, so the discipline of just like giving your, yourself some break for me is what works. How do you deal with burnout and how do you bounce back from it or avoid it? Do you, can you avoid it? I don't know. Can you? I think you, I think you can, but, but I think with any, with, with any, okay. I mean, I think artists to some degree have a little bit of crazy in it. Might just be talking, to, talking for myself here. Oh, wow. But, but just in terms of, you know, I mean, you develop your skill. I mean, you know, people always say, like, oh, the person's like naturally, you know, you have a talent, blah, blah, blah. But like, no, you, you, you know, artists, with, with whatever you're doing, whatever technique, it's a skill and you develop it through pursuit. And often that is fueled by somewhat of an obsession, right? <laughs> like, you just want to like learn and you want to, experiment whatever um but so in some ways i do think that burnout is inevitable just because of that nature you know of, of it um but go for a walk i don't know no <laughs> you tell know, us what you do tell us what you do how do you i, do you do? I go for a walk i really do i <laughs> walk the dog or whatever i just go outside or um i mean you know that's just short-term things but i don't think i you know you're always gonna find your way back i think i think i think one of the best things for me has been to do something creative 
that isn't the thing that burnt me out. Right? Ah, like, okay. Go, go and so, cook. I don't know, like, you know. Like you said, I find think a new recipe. Crazy. <laughs> you know? So to take a break from creativity, you stay creative. That's what you're basically saying. Yes. Yeah. That's, wow, that's so insane. That's has worked for me. <laughs> to be that's honest, I mean, that sounds weird But I love it. But, I love you know, it you're, you're still in the, in the realm of things, but, you know, you haven't completely jumped ship. That's sort of, that's sort of what works for me. Um, but, yeah, and, and also I think another thing that, um, that architecture really taught me, right, is it's a, it's a degree that requires a, a certain level of creativity and that creativity can very easily run out. But it also is a degree. So you have to get work done. And it just teaches you like discipline. You know, like you don't have a choice. At some point you need an idea. You have to have an idea. So I think I think it really taught me to, you know, even when you burn you burnt out, you you know, can't think of anything. Um, just sit down and do something. Whether it's good or not, it doesn't matter. Like you will either progress from it, it might be great, you'll take something from it, right? You'll learn something from it. So I think I just had to teach myself that, like, just sit down and do, <laughs> you know, I mean, take all the breaks you need, right? But, you know, for something like that, um, you know, I think most of us, uh, particularly if you, you know, are earning an income <laughs> of what you're doing, you have to get work done. So for me, I think it was just, you know, sitting down with, with either the thing that burnt me out or anything creative and doing because, you know, I mean, obviously, if you're not enjoying something, don't, you know, push it to the point. Yeah. No, absolutely not. But I do think there is uh, value in in doing, you know, because I think avoiding it sometimes isn't going to help. Because <laughs> often, often, you know, I would struggle with something, blah, 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 take a break, walk away, come back, sit again, try and start enjoying it again, you know? So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> to each their own. <laughs> it's true. And I, I think I, I love that what you're talking about, uh, you know, uh, sometimes shoving it off and throwing it in the back isn't always a good thing, you know? Because, uh, <laughs> like you say, things need to get done, especially if you're, like, earning an income with whatever creative thing you're doing. Things need to get done, you know. Uh, so it's 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 almost a concept of denying yourself and being disciplined. Um, so feeling one thing, but knowing you have to do something. So I don't feel like doing it, but I know I need to do it. Uh, I think it also takes a huge amount of uh, maturity to be able to make decisions like that. You know, like I don't feel like, but it's like I need to. I know I have to, and then you go on to do it still, even though you don't feel like it. Um, but not to a point where it messes you up mentally and emotionally, you know, like nowhere to draw the line, nowhere to draw the line, nowhere to take a break as well. Um, but I appreciate you saying that. I've actually never thought about it that way, uh, which is super cool. I always get come out of these <laughs> conversations uh, learning so much. I think it's, it's really cool. Um, it's so cool what you're doing, by the I, way. I, <laughs> I, I appreciate that. that. I appreciate I've, that so much. I, I remember, I think the first time, I found you on Instagram or something. I had a, like a, a squeeze through and I watched a couple of episodes and I just, it's like so cool because, you know, Instagram is like so, you know, perfect. And you see, um, and you see like, you know, the, what does everyone call it? Like the highlight reel, or whatever of, of someone's, you know, life or artistic life, or whatever. Um, but it's been very, very cool to, 
to listen to to other people. And I think you have a you've been incredible at like connecting with people and bringing that out. So thank you. Thank you that. so much. Uh, I really do appreciate it. Uh, it means a lot, and I think that is the idea. Um, it's to kind of tap into these unique minds, like every time, everyone, everyone's different. Like we can take another charcoal artist who's doing realistic, uh, you know, pieces just like you are, but you sit down and talk to them and you learn completely different things, like completely different things, which I think is super insane. And for me, it's, it's people. That's, that's where all the gold is. It's in people's minds to tap into that, you know, knowledge. It's not so much in books and get to learn from people's real life experiences. And I'm grateful for the podcast and everyone who's uh, graciously uh, taken an opportunity to come onto the show as well. So thank oh, you. Appreciate it. <laughs> I have a question for you, actually. Okay, ask away, ask away. <laughs> Do you mind? <laughs> um, no, so, I mean, I have my own you know, thought about it. But um, just in terms of, I consume a lot of, you know, podcasts and long-form content right because you know in your daily life like I either want to learn something or I want to be entertained right that's sort of like why people you know consume content I think <laughs> for the most part um but you know in a, a world where short form you know in the form of I don't know TikTok Instagram reels you know everything's very quick everything's very short um and a lot of information is uh communicated very quickly what to you is the value in you know the long form format of doing things i don't know i think i was watching a video recently actually um one of the youtubers that i follow and he was actually talking about something very similar um it's that i think the world is so fast now like it's so much faster um that people definitely are opting for shorter form content you know they want to see something for 10 seconds and move on to the next thing and you've seen almost every social media platform adopt a version of some kind of short form content so instagram did it with the reels and then youtube did it with the shorts i don't know if you've seen it on youtube as well but they've got a segment where they show short form content um but for me i think um i think there's a world for both uh, but if you're going to produce a long form content this is just my perspective um just nothing about what i'm about to say is be all and all or is the way i think it has to produce some kind of value you know um i think people should be able it's i don't know how to explain it but it, <laughs> I, I i definitely prefer long form content I think there's a world for short form content, but for me, that lasts a very short time. I can't really sit through it for a long period of time. And it's, it's almost like an on the fly, on the go kind of thing. If I'm waiting for something, if I'm like in the kitchen and I'm boiling water for coffee and then I'm there, you know, scrolling through that stuff. But if I really want to engage and learn something, uh, it's definitely, uh, long form content for me. Um, but the world in itself, is very huge. I mean, there's billions of people. So whatever you choose to do, even if your long form content is not particularly informative, there's a market for that, believe it or not, you know? 
Um, I've seen people who are vlogging and they post vlogs on YouTube that are one hour and 30 minutes long. It's a vlog. Like, there's <laughs> nothing serious going on. This guy's vlogging for an hour and 30 minutes. And people love it. <laughs> and people love it. And people love it. That's the beauty of, of social media and the internet is that no matter where you are in the world, people are able to connect you from different parts of the world and love what you're doing. You know, even whether it's orthodox or unorthodox. So... I think I definitely do think there's a world and space for everything because it's there already. It means that there's a demand for it, you know? So I think don't shy away from uh, trying to adopt a different kind of style because you feel like, ah, this is all what's it. There's definitely a market uh, for whatever it is that you're doing. Uh, I think my uh, focus would be on making it as best as I can, which is very difficult because, and unique, best and, and, and unique as well. Like, but it's difficult because there's so many people creating at the same time. And <laughs> I keep saying this, but I'm constantly bombarded with content. I'm like, ah, oh, I wish my work could have, could be like this guy's work. But I mean, this dude's been in the business for five years, six years. I'm two years in. I can't possibly compare my work to his, you know? Um, so it's kind of the stay in your lane mentality. Uh, don't it's not like don't consume content from other people definitely learn and acquire knowledge from others uh, but there's a market for everyone there's definitely a market for everyone and I think the more different that it is the more intrigued people are like why would you make a vlog for an hour 30 minutes long what is in it and then people sit through one hour 30 minutes and realize there's, there's really nothing much to it Okay. Um, okay. I was, I, was <laughs> I was just gonna ask you uh, what your biggest joy about this whole journey has been. Two things: biggest joy, biggest lesson. So, what's the one thing you've learned about being in this creative space, uh, going through this journey of architecture and university, and what do you find the most joy in about all of this? Hmm. Um. Which one do you want first? <laughs> Um, uh, biggest lesson. Let's go with biggest lesson first, and then we biggest lesson with some happiness. Uh, biggest lesson is that hmm. I Take think, your time. I your think... memory is just about to run out. <laughs> just, just sit there and think. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Biggest lesson: If you find value in your work, there is someone else out there that will mm. too. I think. I think that's my my biggest lesson. I love that. I love that. Um, biggest joy, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, biggest joy. Process. <laughs> I think I said this already. Okay. Can I, am I allowed to? Am I allowed to copy paste? No, you are not. Before? You are not allowed to copy paste. <laughs> the rules of the game are you are not. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, biggest joy definitely process and just just getting things. From my head to a mm. piece of paper. Mm. Biggest joy. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I think. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for being vulnerable. Again, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to sit down. No, and thank me. you for having me. It's, the it's little been... fish. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the little fish. Um, <laughs> I appreciate it so much. Like, you have no idea uh, how much it means to me. And I hope that one day, like, on a serious note, that I can get to commission you and you can take a photo oh, of me gosh. and then you can draw me. <laughs> Then I can hang Ooh, one of your somewhere. one of your photos. That would be that would be really can, dope. Coll- we can do a collab. Yes, please. Let's go. <laughs> I love it so much. Thank you, Anaya. It's been such no an problem. honor. Thank you for having me. <laughs>
I hope I said something of value. No, you <laughs> definitely did. You definitely you did. You said a lot. Amazing of... people on here. And I'm like, oh god, I have nothing to do anymore. Anyway. Now there's. Now there's another amazing person that's going to be added to the list. It's just oh amazing God. people all around. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.